This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com As we get ready to leave Mitzrayim and Hashem introduces Himself to the world with the seven makas, we find a very interesting pattern in the Torah. While most of the time when Moshe and Aaron are spoken about, the Torah says Moshe of Aaron, sometimes the Torah says Aaron of Moshe. What's the reason for this change? Why isn't it always Moshe and Aaron? Or always Aaron and Moshe? Why the switch? So Rashi in Perik Vav, Pasachav Vav, points this out, and Rashi explains, There are times when Moshe comes before Aaron, and there are times Aaron comes before Moshe. To tell you, they're both equal. Moshe and Aaron are both equal, and that's why the Torah wants to show it. Sometimes Moshe is first, and sometimes Aaron is first. Now, this begs the question Moshe Rabbeinu, the one who wouldn't nurse from anyone because that would be the mouth that will speak to Hashem? Moshe Rabbeinu, the only one who spoke to Hashem directly? Moshe Rabbeinu, the one who went up to Shemayim to get the Torah and learned Torah directly from Hashem? He's the one who's equal to, Maish, to Aaron. How could it possibly be that Aaron and Maish are equal? Maish Rabbeinu, it says the Shekhinah was with him when he was, from when he was born. How could we say that Maish and Aaron are both equal? One time, Maish Feinstein was at home, and his grandson was sitting with him, and he said, Zaidi, how is it that you're not a Balgaida? How is it that you're not a Shoah? After all, the whole world comes to you for, with their questions. Whatever the difficulty is, you're the address. The whole world knows with Moshe Feinstein. How is it that you're not a Balgaiva? So his grandfather looks at him and says, let me tell you. There's a well-known Gemara in Basra, in Yudam and Beis. The Gemara talks about Yeshev ben Yeshua, who was very ill. And he slipped into a coma. And while they're around his bed davening, he comes to, he comes out of the coma. And his father says to him, My chazis, what did you see up there? He says, I saw an upside down world. What do you mean it's an upside down world? So he says, Those over here who are high up and held in great esteem, up there, lamata, they're on the bottom. And those down here who are not held in great esteem, up there, they are held in very high esteem. So his father tells him, Omar Isa, you saw a clear world. Now how is that possible? Why is it just because someone down here is held in high esteem, up there he's not? Are we all making such mistakes about people? So Ramesh explained that while down here we are judged in our production, up there we are judged with our results, without with what our potential is. And that means that while down here someone can sit and learn for 10 hours straight, and therefore he has a lot of knowledge, and Kubi is a big tzaddik down here. But who knows if his potential is much greater? He learned for 10 hours straight? Maybe he can learn for 11 hours straight. And therefore up there, when he comes up there, they say, yeah, very nice, you learned for 10 hours straight, but you were meant to learn 11 hours straight. And what about someone down here who learns for 15 minutes straight? They don't look, we don't look at him as anything special. You learn only for 15 minutes. And yet maybe that's his potential. And therefore when he comes up there, he's held in great esteem. Ramesha Feinstein told his grandson, it's true, 
I have a lot of Torah knowledge and I'm able to learn a lot. But do you know what keeps me up at night? Maybe I'm able to learn more. Maybe there's more that I can do. And even though I do a lot, maybe there's more that I can do. And that's what keeps me humble. And Rav Meisha says, that's the shot in this Pasuk over here. While it's true down here with her own fleshy eyes, Meisha was much greater than Aaron. But here's where the Torah wants to point out to us. Even though down here Meisha was greater than Aaron, but up there in the Eilam HaEmes, where it's a clear world, up there Meisha and Aaron were both just the same as great. Because Meisha fulfilled his potential, and Aaron fulfilled his potential. And while down here Aaron perhaps was greater than Meisha, up there Meisha and Aaron were equal. In fact, when the Rambam writes in Hilchus Tshuva, Perakei Lacha Beis, that anyone could be as great as Meisha, that's what the Rambam is referring to. That anyone could be as great as Meisha as long as you fulfill your potential. And then Meisha said a very interesting thing to his grandson. He says, once was a fellow who became a Balachuba as a teenager. And his father supported him, was very happy with his decision, and he saw how his son was turning out. And he saw how every day his son would come home from Yeshiva, and he would sit down by the dining room table, take out a big Gemara, and start learning. One day, after a few weeks of watching this, his, grand, his father says to him, My son, what are you doing there so much? What are you studying? He said, I'm studying the Talmud. It's very interesting. Another few weeks passed, and the father saw how engrossed he was. He says, you know, why don't you teach me what you're learning? I want to have a connection to you. You're so busy learning that all day, the Gemara all day. Show me what you're learning. He's okay, but it's not easy. He says, try me. And every day they would come home, he would come home from Yeshiva, and he would sit with his father for a little while, 20 minutes perhaps, and learn with his father and teach him Gemara. And this went on night after night after night for many months. And after a few months, they turned the page and they started to do the second side, Omid Bays. And they got towards the end. The father looks at the son and says, isn't there some sort of party you make when you finish learning something? And the son says, yes, that's called the Siyam. But that's on a whole Masechta. And the father says, oh, I thought we spent so much time on this, we would also get to make a Siyam. Well, the son didn't know what to do. So he went to Rav Meisha, because they both lived on the Lower East Side. He went to Rav Meisha, he says, and explained to him the situation, how long he was learning with his father. And his father wanted to make a seem. Is it appropriate? And Rav Meisha said, of course, to hear such an unbelievable story, I think you should make a seem. But please, invite me to that seem. The boy was thrilled. A few weeks later, they finished. And indeed, he made a seem. He invited Rav Meisha. And Ramesha came to the Siyam, and Ramesha spoke by the Siyam, saying how proud he was to see someone, like this boy's father, what he accomplished. The father was very proud of himself as well, and he had a great feeling. And he went to sleep that night with a wonderful feeling of accomplishment. That was the last time he went to sleep, because he never woke up from that sleep. The next day, by the funeral, Ramesha Feinstein came, and Ramesha spoke, he gave a hesped, by the Hespit, he said, There are those who acquire their Elam with one hour, with one moment. Evidently, this person, This person acquired his Elam with one blot of Gemara. He worked so hard, but he reached his potential. 
His potential was to learn one blot, and he reached one blot. And this what Moshe told his grandson. He's a shot in this Rashi. Moshe and Aaron were both equal because Moshe and Aaron both reached their potential. As we hear the laning this week, we should keep that in mind. All the great things we see that Moshe does, all the great things we see that Aaron does, we should remember, as the Rambam says, anyone who reaches their potential could be as great as Moshe Rabbeinu. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.